Ladies and gentlemen, hello, hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Sherm in the Booth. My name is Sherm. You guys are some true Chicagoans for coming out in January. It's snowing outside, it's freezing, and you're at the f***ing club at 1 a.m. Boys with the bass, yeah, boys, boys, bass. Who am I talking to right now? You're famous. <laughs> free food, free drinks, music, girls. Let's, let's go. go. Do you like it? Cool. If you don't, goodbye. <laughs> I'm missing the most important part. Boys with the bass, yeah. We should throw like a crazy like bar mitzvah party. This, this is crazy. Send me stems. I finished it. Hey, what's up, guys? How is everyone doing? Just wait. You know it kicks in like three to five seconds afterward. <laughs> <coughs> Yo, yo, what is up, everyone? And welcome back to another brand new episode of Sherman the Booth. I'm, of course, your host, Sherman. Today is Wednesday, January 11th, 2023, and this is episode 217. I hope everyone had an amazing end of the year and is ready to kick off 2023 with a very special interview. I am honored to have the amazingly talented DJ producer Vanessa Michaels on for the first episode of 2023. I caught up with Vanessa a few weeks ago and had so much fun chatting with her. We were vibing the entire time and the conversation was truly A1. In episode 217, we got it all in and started by talking about her journey into music. Vanessa and I shared stories from some of our first DJ gigs and discussed how crazy of a journey it's been as a DJ. Her mom actually pushed her to start DJing and she quickly realized that this is exactly what she was born to do after her first gig. She continued to build her name on the West Coast and began to release music under her self-coined genre, 2090. The rest is history. We of course talked about her discography, and it is dense, full of originals, remixes, collabs, and features that is truly and unapologetically her. Her sound is so unique and fuses genres effortlessly with each production. She gave us a backstory on tracks like Creme Brulee with Kalina Zanner's The Goat, her remix of Gallant's Weight in Gold, and how she produced the theme song for DreamWorks and Netflix show called Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. She can do it all. One of the main reasons I wanted to talk to her was because I wanted to discuss her upcoming album called Scent from Saturn. Vanessa is set to release this later this month and recently put out the first single called Spirit of Mine featuring Luck. We went deep on the creative process she took while creating this album and the meaning behind the project. It was truly amazing to hear her talk about how it all came together and why she chose to create an album rather than blast out singles. I cannot wait to hear it. Did I mention she's also a super talented DJ and performer who's played at Coachella, Splash House, and toured across the country for years. I'm absolutely dying to see her. There wasn't a second of silence in this interview and the energy was on fire. We laughed, we cried, eh, kinda not really, but we got real and above all had fun. Now, enough of me talking, let's get into it right now so you guys can hear her story for yourselves. This is episode 217 with Vanessa Michaels. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, hello, and welcome to Sherm in the motherfucking booth. And I'm saying motherfucking today because Vanessa and I are already vibing. <laughs> we got drinks. Cheers. Cheers, Sherm. Let's go. She's got a little Costco seltzer. I, I'm here uh, promoting, well, I'd like to promote Lagunitas Disorderly Tea House. Spiked mixed berry alcoholic beverage that is so refreshing year round all over the world. 
year that? round. Let's go. Like I said, I said before I was already sold, but he just sold it to me again. But, you know, we're sticking with the Kirkland. We're not <laughs> mad at that. We're never mad at Costco. Kirkland, baby. They get it done. Kirkland, baby. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. This is going to be a great interview. I'm so excited about this. It has been um, a pleasure for me doing a bunch of research on your style and your history. I went way back to some of the first songs you've ever released. Oh, did, wow. did my, you know, my my fair share. And I'm so excited to ask you all these amazing questions. And like I said, this is going to be a different interview for you because you've been in the game and everybody's asked you, where are you from? What'd you do? How'd you get here? And that'll come up, but whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> All right, whatever, cool. Man. So Vanessa, I want to ask you first and foremost, it's already December, which is crazy. And mm -hmm. I feel like this year for DJs, anyone in the music industry was like gung-ho. It was so fast. Explosions, like shows, releasing music. Everybody's out and about again. And it just was like a lot. But year came with a lot of highlights. I want to know what were like some of your favorite parts of this year that can be music or non-music related. Wow. I mean, you know, just to talk about that moment. Like, I feel like what happened was, well, obviously COVID happened and everyone yeah. was inside. And like, yep. you know, I feel like as a creative person in general, you get a little antsy when mm -hmm. you can't do your thing. So like, I feel like, you know, the Twitch world went up, internet streams, <laughs> and then like people were so eager to see these shows that people were doing from their rooms or apartments. Like I was doing that. It was, it was so fun. Like it was yeah. such an experience, but like the itch to get out there, was just like intense so now everyone's just like let's go and it's, yep. it's it's nice it's nice to have a, a light back in uh like entertainment in general like you know mm -hmm. it's nice to know people love love to be entertained yeah <laughs> absolutely we're still out here doing it that's right yeah but i mean i mean i had some pretty cool highlights i think i think one of my favorite ones is uh getting like a last minute call to open a sahara at coachella and i was already already planning on being there because I was DJing at the campground. So like I started, started there the first Friday back at Coachella and like people showed up. I wasn't expecting it. I'll be honest. I was just yeah. like, this is sick. I'm going to have a, have a good time. By the end of it, there was definitely a, like a crowd there and people were like having a great time and you know, it, it all runs off energy. So like, that was amazing. And then till the very end was, was at Coachella till like 3, 4 a.m. spinning <laughs> at the silent disco. It was crazy. That Let's was, go. that was an experience. Definitely top up there. Holy shit. So you got, tell me about that. You got called up like that next morning then? This, okay. I got called like two days before mm -hmm. uh, from someone who works at Golden Voice. My friend Sabrina, actually, I've known yeah. her for years. She was like, hey, you're at Coachella this year, right? And she, she I was like, yeah, I'm going to be there at the campground. She's like, do you want to open Sahara? Because we'd love you to play. And I was like, uh, of course, obviously, yes, I'm there. So like, you know, wow. got another set together, just like was just so excited. And yeah, man, it was amazing. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's bucket list stuff right there. A hundred percent. I can say that. I've never There's... been to Coachella. I really want oh. to though. Nice. Dude, you have to go. I mean, it, it is a bucket list festival. There's so much to love about it. It's it's a lot, but it's awesome. <laughs> it's one of those where like, I don't know if you, you take on this. I know a lot of people do where it's like, I don't want to go to that festival until I have the opportunity to play. But Sometimes you like need to go to meet the people. There's like a fine line of balancing that, right? Yeah, I think it's also like just being inspired. Like there's so many yeah. amazing artists. Like 
I feel like when I attend like shows these days, I'm just like always inspired. I'm like, damn, I want to work on music. Like that's, that's always what happens. I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> I love it yeah. here, but I got to go. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's awesome. That's very true. And I feel like Coachella, uh, they don't like take chances because like they have so many talented artists that come, but they give a lot of opportunity to people that might not be the highest streaming artists in the world. Oh, yeah. Obviously they have big names, but it's where you can discover a lot of new music. Yeah. I mean, the do lab does that really well. Yeah, they always have. It's awesome. I feel like that's why I want to go to Coachella to like experience the do lab. It's awesome. It's just a party the whole time. Do you remember what your <laughs> first like electronic music show was? Huh. It's a really good question. Yeah. I remember my first gig, which yeah, was Yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was spinning on vinyls. I had the Technique 1200s. Let's the time, go. So yeah, it was a Serato. And, you know, so I had my laptop, my mom pulled up, my friends pulled up. Like, I had family. Let's go. I had family and friends pull up. Like, <laughs> it was hilarious. Like, looking back at it, I think about it sometimes. I'm like, what just happened? But it was so cool because I feel like there's so much love and support from the beginning. Like, my mom was the reason why I even started DJing, believe it or not. Like, I've always loved music and she knew that like you know I played I played a little bit of piano when I was younger I really fell in love with the classical guitar and yeah. then like um I've just always been obsessed with music so my mom had a friend um, named DJ Diamond shout out to DJ Diamond her friend yeah. and she was like touring the world like you know playing shows doing music and she was like you know why don't you try DJing like you love music you could be traveling all over the world and like my first my first you know instinct was like mom I don't want to be a DJ like yeah about? Not a lot of moms <laughs> recommend that I love it and I wasn't you know I just didn't know and then you know obviously tried it fell in love like moms know best let's just you know Great. throw that in there mm -hmm. <laughs> um and yeah I fell in love so yeah, that was my first show. I remember like the first song that got me into EDM, which is, is it's a cliche, but I was like, whoa, uh, it was Heads Will Roll, the A-Track remix. You can't, I mean, come on. <laughs> I was like, what is this? No, for sure. I don't, I think like, it's not even cliche to say songs like Heads Will Roll and Levels and even Don't You Worry Child a little bit later, right? Like, right, I'm right. just grateful that a song brought me to like my knees with emotion where I'm like, holy shit right like you so feel something. good yeah no I really felt something I was just like immediately like what what is this I need to know what it is and I need to know how to find <laughs> more like yeah that took me on a whole different obviously journey I yeah. I went to I went to college in Santa Cruz and I had a cool. residency I had a resident banana slugs yeah no my uh my wife's sister my sister-in-law I have not used to saying all this shit yet she goes to Santa Cruz right now I'm gonna go visit her later this year I hear oh that's awesome, awesome. Yeah. it is awesome so if you get a chance go to the go to the club it's called motive okay so had a residency there and like I just remember spending a lot of like you know like the stuff you said like dirty dutch like it was dirty dutch was like a thing yeah. you feel me like sure. I was like yeah let's go <laughs> well it was chucky chucky was, was yeah layback of, of course Alvaro, yeah oh my god Alvaro dude welcome to the jungle that fucking there were bops there were so many good songs going on uh that was a time and i mean yeah that was around the same time that like what oh afrojack what lose control 
Oh, take, take over, over control. control. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was that was a song too. <laughs> yes, it was. Wow. So you were just playing bangers at Motive then. Dude, I was playing bangers. And you know, <laughs> that didn't stop. But I think we've evolved. We've come, we've come a long way. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. I, I definitely resonate with you there too. When I started DJing, I went to college at Indiana University and uh iu and was lucky enough where like edm scene was really blowing up there it's where like i saw like a vici uh nice. during 2011 and uh, alesso came tiesto came blau was on tour oh yeah that was... you remember cap slap like these <laughs> guys that were going on world tours for soundcloud remixes yeah so fire dude i believe soundcloud never died it just like it i'm just, with you it shed like the bullshit to be honest with you like the people that live on soundcloud are DJs, artists, and like true fans of discovering music. Yeah, absolutely. There's so many gems there. I think like there's just so many listening platforms. So like majority of people aren't like digging for gems, you know, like like us. We are. <laughs> yeah. I, I dug on your SoundCloud. I found some sick remixes. Oh. I got found a little mashup on there too, bro. Did you? What find? <laughs> Don't you have like Remind a rain on me? me? It's isn't it like a rain oh, on me? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So Kalina, Kalina Sanders. I know you interviewed her actually. Love Kalina. We got a whole a Kalina legend. section here. <laughs> Kalina is such an amazing person. So yeah. talented. She's yeah. smashing it. As she deserves all the light and support mm. in the world. So yeah. So that being said, we we made a lot. We've made a lot of music together. Me and Kalina. Um, the song that you're talking about is a creme brulee yeah. mashup of rain on me yeah we were having fun <laughs> <laughs> that was fun yeah man it's it's so obvious to me with your music where it's like sometimes i feel like when i listen to music i it, i take i'm in that place where that producer might have been or i'm taken to a place like whatever you know that's the thing about music like it's hard to put into words mm -hmm. and with yours i was just like and i read i listened to your music before i heard how you define it and I was like, God, what the fuck? This is like futuristic or some shit. But it has like a lot of textures of like just different fusions of like anything from drum and bass to like hip hop to R&B to like yeah. even some tech house shit. I heard that fucking uh, bed creak and it reminded me of fucking, uh, what was the turtle guy? Oh shit, I can't Oh, Trippy Turtle. Trippy Turtle, yeah. Yeah, body. That was, that was a time too. There's, yeah. Yes. I mean, that was a SoundCloud time too, I would say. Like, definitely. Jersey Club was like so low-key then and like mm. now it's like this now it's just out there it's out there what Way little easy just made that track oh for sure yeah dude yeah it's kind of crazy yeah i know it, that's why like i'm i'm glad now like i feel we've been in the game a similar amount of time and it's like exciting to see things like kind of come full circle or see like mm -hmm. the evolution of artists like 4B is a good example there too. Yeah, right? like, yeah, for sure. I still remember listening to like his first time playing at Ultra that set. And that's the thing too. Like I fucking love, I used to love SoundCloud because I could listen to live sets. That's like nice. what I like to yeah. rant, run to, pregame yeah. to, whatever. And that's how I discovered a lot of artists. And I still think that's where these things live. And it's where like you can share because I mean, SoundCloud has a lot of barriers with like their, uh, you know, when they take tracks down. But... Yeah, now they do. Yeah. Yeah. And like Spotify is just finally getting around to it, but it's even difficult to do. You know, it has to be so yeah. like curated and shit. So, yeah. SoundCloud's the shit. SoundCloud is still the shit. I, I agree. I agree. It's a hot, it's a hot take, but it's true. It is a hot take. Okay. <laughs> glad, take. glad you agree. Cause this is literally, sure. I don't know when people are going to listen to this, but today was Spotify wrapped. And I just like, I, 
I like Spotify rap because it's actually really cool. Like how you can see like who listened. It's really like humbling too, as like a producer who's trying to grow their fan base yeah, and actually know who they are and stuff. But Spotify is also this giant machine that like we're all trying to figure out together. And we're just yeah. like, so gnarly. Is this gonna <laughs> What's <last>? going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I feel like we're all like we're like bowing down to corporate America almost. And you and I are like Pretty much man. fucking rolling dice with the SoundCloud guys in the back alley. Like, yo. Pretty much, we'll man. Guys, figure it out. We're waiting for you. <laughs> Get it together, guys. Someone's got to take them out. Get it together. <laughs> Get it together. Okay, so I do want to go back for a second, though. So you mentioned your first gig. When did you actually say, okay, I actually want to start producing? Do you remember, like, was it a visceral moment or it just kind of gradually happened? You know, it's funny because, like, I wasn't like, oh, I want to be a producer. I just always, I always felt myself, like, tweaking stuff, like, editing stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, the MacBook, the old MacBook, it was, like, a white one. I had that And one. it had... And 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 it had GarageBand for the first time, I believe. Yes. It had GarageBand on it. And I just found myself like cutting stuff up and like editing it and, you know, remixing, so to speak. And I was yeah. just like, you know, dabbling. It wasn't like, oh, I want to be this a producer. I was just like, I'm having fun. And like mm-hmm. yeah, that, I mean, that's I think that's where it always starts is you, you you're passionate about it. You love it, you know, uh, obsessed to a different level. Uh, it's like unexplainable. But like, yeah, I was just I I was doing that before I started DJing. And honestly, I was just like in my headphones, like, oh, this sounds cool with this. Um, wow. Yeah. And then a, a, a friend of mine uh, gave me logic because I don't know, somehow they knew uh, he knew I was interested and was like, yo, you should use logic. It's like an up- upgrade from GarageBand. <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. You yeah, know? Yeah. And then, yeah. And, and then I, I was listening to like those songs that we talked about earlier, like, you know, the heads roll, like the Afrojacks, we were, you know, I was like, I want to make stuff like this. Then I was just like inspired, you know, I did yeah. start DJing and then I, I, I took it a little more seriously. That doesn't mean I was any better. I think it yeah. takes a long time to get sure. to a place of confidence in producing, Yeah, uh, which I'm very grateful that I got there. It's mm-hmm. that's a journey in and of itself. It's a whole language. So you got to just you got to go through the trenches with producing. You got to yeah. fight your battles, so to speak. And, and you know, whatever, come out on the other side. Um, yeah. Yeah, it just took me a minute. I I was I was producing and then I was I was listening to all those like, you know, new DJs. It was like whatever, the Alvaro's uh yeah. Afrojacks, Zed, I think Zed was even doing stuff. Yeah. For sure. Um and I was just, you know, trying it, seeing what was <laughs> gonna happen, making drops. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is fun, this is cool. Yeah. And I wasn't even just doing that, I was doing everything. Like e- even now, like I just find myself making whatever comes you know mm-hmm. um yeah I, I don't know that just comes that just came with so many years of just dabbling and being obsessed with music you know yeah it's really interesting how you said it's like a language because it is right but like we we all know that language is something that you speak right but everybody has different right. dialects of that same language and like your style as as you kind of like grow up in the world you start to kind of have your own language right like I'm a yeah. Chicago boy. You're like a SoCal girl, right? But yep. like, we kind of vibe with like each other's styles, right? Because you're yeah. like, okay, cool. Like you're doing your thing, whatever it is. 
And it really is a language. And like the only way to get better at speaking is to put yourself out there and have conversations. And I feel like that parallel is exactly like music. You have to work on it Mm -hmm. and you have to take chances. You have to go outside your comfort zone in order to grow. And like, that's the tough thing about being a producer is because we're in art, right? This is Mm -hmm. subjective. So yeah, absolutely. How I speak, how you produce, whatever you want to call it is like, something that you have to love unapologetically like for yourself. Yes, absolutely. It's, I, yeah, I love the way you put it. I mean, I mean, I always say this and it's just is, it is a universal language. So it's like you and I could speak the same language of producing, but be Mm -hmm. making totally different things and be like, you know, and we could still appreciate what we're doing. It doesn't have to be like, or we don't, you know, it's cool. Be like, I'm just doing you, I'll do me, whatever. That's dope. But we still can talk about it. And like, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. And that's like my favorite part about DJing too, is like, just because maybe like, it's not something I would produce or like be able to give you feedback on, or maybe even like sometimes, but I'm just like always interested in like learning what else is out there. And I feel like, dude, your genre 2090 is like, I felt pretty inspired today. Like I was working on a track yesterday and I kind of hit a wall with it. And then I was just re-listening to a lot of your music today. And I was like, damn, okay. Like your your weight in gold remix, actually. I was, (laughs) I found that one and I was like, damn, like there's some elements in here. Like, not that I want to like incorporate, but that made my brain sort of- Oh yeah, that's good. No, it's good. I think that's, that's really important. And I honestly, I found myself listening to old stuff to be inspired because sometimes Mm -hmm. that helps too. You'd be surprised, be like, huh? Oh, that's cool. And you know, and I'm sure, you know, as a producer, like sometimes you come out of stuff and you're just like, damn, I forgot I made that. Or I forgot (laughs) how, like a lot of the how is just like, crazy I mean when you're so deep into working uh creating I don't know I've always felt just like you're like a vessel for something else you know it's it's bigger it's energy it's just like this it's it's just an experience you know and sometimes it's frustrating sometimes you don't get it but then when you're in a flow you're in a flow like Mm -hmm. last week I was in a flow I was like oh my god I made another one I made another one I mean (laughs) and then today I'm like the past couple days I'm like damn all right got to get that back but it's like <laughs> you know it happens it's just life you know oh my gosh I know and that's why I always like you're you're so right like going back to those early days no matter the quality of the track I like really love seeing how far I've come no matter how like short or far and yes just to, like but that's the thing too in the beginning days I was just talking about that yesterday with my buddy when you just like don't really care because you're having so much fun with it like you were talking about like Alvaro and like Tujamo and stuff I remember when I first got massive I was like I did like one synth melody and I was like I'm fucking Hardwell right now yes yes (laughs) yeah when you found the preset yeah I was like this is tight holy I'm giving myself (laughs) chills thinking about this right now I was literally like I'm fucking Hardwell this is so funny so like it's but it's hard too when like this like of course it's our passion but it's also like our career Yes. So it's kind of hard sometimes when like, that's when I don't f- feel inspired when I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, I have this remix that I'm doing with a deadline or whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know? So it's like, yeah. it's, it's you're constantly tiptoeing where I'm like, okay, I want to have fun in the studio today. I don't have yeah. any agenda. I'm, I'm not going to waste my time going for the right hi-hat or right kick. I'm just right. going to be creative, right? So right. that's like what I always try and channel if I'm like just looking for a fresh start. That's great. I think that's a really good way to like attack it. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, you do it's have to hard. attack it. Yeah. I mean, 
you you have to go in with a certain mindset if you want to have fun Mm -hmm. or you have to go in with a certain mindset if you need to get something done but like those different intentions are going to come out differently you know like everything is so different Mm -hmm. you can you can make music in an infinite amount of ways so it's kind of also cool to think of if you just like huh I wonder what how do I feel today and how is that gonna play out you know so true and that's why like you see the evolution of artists and uh i always hate when people are like oh i want the old dylan francis yeah, is like nah. the greatest example of this. oh true yep that movie I mean, is the coming. old dylan francis oh like, i got i mean what, no what that was, was a time that? but that was a time you know like, that, that was, was a time. time like dude yeah. let the guy be himself you know yeah 100 like, percent. I, I love i love artists like that because we all grow up like i'm not the kid that was fucking building legos i am a little bit but like i'm not yeah, building yeah, yeah. legos anymore but like that kid's still in me so right. sometimes you just gotta that's the thing too you can't you want the outside world to love and appreciate your music but you also can't depend on them because yeah there's no guarantees but you know that's why that's why that's why it's fun too yeah i i agree i mean a lot of the stuff that i'm making now is really very different than the stuff i was making then and i i want it to be because it feels good for me you know what i'm saying and like I obviously I want it to feel good for other people too, but how is it going to be authentic if I'm forcing a feeling, you know what I'm saying? Or forcing a sound like it has to feel good to you to be authentic. And I Mm -hmm. think that's the key to anything. Just be yourself, man. Go have fun. Do cool shit. Fucking some wise shit, Vanessa. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And just (laughs) from talking to you right now and, and listening to your music, like, you are your music. And I really love that about you. And like I said earlier, you've coined your own genres 2090. How did that idea come about? Like, it's clearly you just like in the studio being yourself, but like, what's the story behind it? Yeah, I mean, originally, I mean, it's always, it's always been the same thing. I think it, it 2090 has also evolved, like with time, okay. I think everything, sometimes that just happens naturally. But um, yeah, I mean, I've always been inspired by that that era, the 2000s, the ni- like 90s music. But also, you know, there's 2090 is like a futuristic number. Like it's not now, it's not then, it's here, right? So yeah. I just wanted it to be this like label and lifestyle, so to speak, where you, I mean, as people, I feel like we're always inspired by other things, like whether we accept it or not, like we are. We see things and we're inspired or the opposite, whatever life and people and emotions and everything has an effect on us mm-hmm. and um you know I had a really positive effect just listening to music at you know that certain time where like you know I remember just like jet like my my favorite band is no doubt and like sublime and then yeah. you know like I remember listening to like shimmy shimmy like ODB <laughs> like baby I got your money and then like yep. uh, Mariah Carey anything Timbaland produced like Aaliyah like just like Destiny's Child was my first concert. Like, I was just like, um, whoa, like, oh my God, so many places to go. I love all of it, just like in love. And I, I think there's something special about taking something that you, you have first love, so to speak, in music and just like, you know, making it something to remember. Like, it doesn't have to be the same thing. It's doesn't, it doesn't, it's not the past. I'm not, you know, saying, oh, everything I make is going to be inspired by the 90s yeah. and early 2000s. It's not. No. It's, it's just inspired by a feeling. Mm. So I think that's what it is. And like 2090, it's also, you know, 
I am going to throw more events. I used to throw events and with for 2090 and like, I want to throw more and, and it's becoming more of like a worldwide, like club music uh, label. So it's just for like everything. So it, shit, it just feels good and it's inclusive and just, you know, it's a vibe. So bringing that back, you see, see that in the new year as well. Hell yeah. <laughs> wow. Great explanation, dude. You're wiser than you know. Yeah. <laughs> you sure it's not this? I'm oh, just kidding. Let's, let's I only do, have two sips. Let's do a cheers, <laughs> cheers to 2090. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> so like I said, I went back. I stalked as far back as I could. This probably isn't your first track you ever released, but the first track I could find was Saxon With My Ex with Tay oh Jasper. All right, let's check out one of Vanessa Michael's first releases. This one's called Sexin' With My Ex featuring Tay Jasper. Tonight I'm sexing with my ex. I'ma do you right, do you right. Sexing with my ex. Tonight I'm sexing with my ex. I'ma do you right, do you right. Sexing with my ex. So let's work. By the glam and the famous Yeah, you say you're gonna leave But you can't quit Tomorrow, you'll be right back complaining Yeah, that's how it goes In and out of love We'll never know No one ever does I don't wanna hear about your intense Just shut the fuck up And get this good You remember this one Eight years ago, dude? <laughs> dude, I think I think it might have been The first track That's fucking good I'm not, like For your first track I mean, you were I, producing But, like Yeah yeah um at the time too i was working with like so tay jasper he he goes by i think just jasper now but yeah awesome songwriter you um, did a lot with them few tracks yeah um yeah it's interesting because like at the time like it was definitely a place to grow from like i i knew a lot of really dope producers at the time i was working with rice and peas who like Cool. uh they're they're awesome and and tay at the time we were just always together like but he took me on my first tour like you know from the studio we ended up going on a like a rory black tour and that was before mm -hmm. like black popped off so it was cool just like i was like that was the first time i was djing like for an artist so yeah that, that was really cool because i'm just thinking back because i'm like wow Right. Yeah, that was sick. That was cool. I learned a lot, and I feel like I've just learned so much since then. So that that was a time. That was a time. There's a lot of times going on here. I see you, Sharon. I, see what I you're told doing. you we're gonna go back in time, man. I know. I I tiptoe the line of creepy and professional. But, you know. <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's a really great track, though. I'm, I'm what I always do too is I there'll be a cut, and people can hear the song so they know what we're talking about. So oh now God. they're gonna understand when I say it's sick. It's got this bouncy bass. It's super groovy. And it just is like really cool because I feel like it's sort of the foundation of where you're at now. Like you build up upon, like I said earlier, right? Like when you were just having fun without any strings attached or expectations. Yes, definitely. It was very bouncy. It was a bouncy season. I was bouncy in bouncy season. mode for sure. Eight, eight years ago, dude. Yeah, very bouncy. Eight years <laughs> ago, you were bouncing. Never oh, stop yeah. bouncing. <laughs> no, never stop bouncing. I love it. I love it. So I brought up the Gallant Weight and Gold remix. And I picked this one out, too, because you've done some remixes. Not a ton, though, that I've seen. Yeah, not a ton. I mean, there's there's some other ones. There's like a there's an Are You That Somebody remix that like did pretty well. Yeah. 
think there's a say my name one. I did one with moons, killing yes. me softly. That yes. one did well. Yeah, there's there were some cool ones. I definitely wanted to take like songs that I like loved and it was just like, let's make them new, you know? Like Yeah, for sure. That's that, why I that wanted to fun. ask about it. Cause I because a lot there's a lot of young producers that watch a show and you know, there's always like the debate, like be original because that's what people can get get on with. But also like the edits and the remixes are like what do well. Yeah. Like, yeah. What's your process like when you're approaching a remix versus an original? All right. Now that you've heard an original, I'm going to show you a remix. This one's Vanessa Michaels remix of Gallant's Weight and Gold. I think I always okay. like when there comes to like a vocal, I always find like a spot that I think it's really tight and then yeah. I could chop, you know, like it, yeah. it has to hit and you have to hear it. Like for me, I hear it, you know, you hear it in your head first. You're like, oh, uh, like uh, on that the West Coast drop, I was like, West Coast, West Coast, like whatever, like there's a drop. And then like even like the two didn't boot it one, like just like mm. you hear little chops in your head and then you just kind of attack it. And I think yeah. I definitely do that now with music that I make I think it's it's definitely I definitely made it a little more complex like I like to use samples vocal samples in a way of just like building tracks now like more so so like yeah I'll use a run so like I'll make I'll have artists like sing a run I'm just like dude just vibe on the track let me take pieces of it and pull yeah. from it and just like you know make make something yeah. um uh yeah, I don't I don't think it's changed much. I think it's just evolved. I think that's yeah. what happens. That's going to be the theme of this conversation, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. I think so for sure. I hope so. I mean, that's <laughs> that's that's the idea. That's what life's all about, honestly. Yeah, man. Right? <laughs> Absolutely. So true. So do you you're a songwriter, but have you ever sang on any of your tracks? Yes, I have. I am which not ones? a singer. I was trying to, like, I was going through it. I was like, I want to find out which one, but I, I didn't want to get the wrong one. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's so embarrassing because I'm not a singer by any Come means. On. I know how to, <laughs> <laughs> I know how to make song. I, I know how to make things sound good because I'm a producer, you know? For like, sure. Exactly. I know, I know how to make it sound good. I, hmm, okay. There's, there's, I feel like there's a few where I just definitely put, like, backgrounds, like, subtly, like, uh, chemistry. I have one with Outlaw the Artist. It's like a fun one. Um, okay, you'll hear like you hear like a softer voice. That's definitely me. Um <laughs> trying to think. I just sang, I just sang stacks on a new track that's going to be on my project coming out. I'll do it. I'll do it. If I feel like things need layers, I yeah. will I can't help it. I'm like, whatever. No one's here. Let me fucking do it. I got you gotta do what you gotta do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, I'm definitely yeah. saying like uh um, Outlaw the Artist is someone I work with. Uh, uh yeah. I've have worked with like a bunch. He's a great person, amazingly talented. Uh he has a song called I Don't Really Know. I D K are yeah some is one of those yeah uh there's like a little moment where i'm singing something that's fun 
you'll find it. It's like little gems here and there. If yeah. you listen close enough, it's definitely in there. Yes, I'll throw my voice in there. Yes. I love that. <laughs> I wanted to ask you that because, uh, you know, it can be tough too. I like that you work with a lot of consistent like singers and, and songwriters and stuff because once you find one that you like working with, like you can count on each other because there is like a mm -hmm. whole, it's like a chemical aspect to it sometimes, man. And oh like, yeah, man. And like, like you said, it's energy. Like if you, yeah. you could be two of the most intensely fucking dopest people on earth individually, but you get together and your vibes don't mesh and it's not tight. Like, right. And it, then it's forced. And then it's like, you can tell like immediately you have to, you have to have a synergy in the room in order to create something awesome. One, because people need to feel comfortable first and foremost, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And then second of all, you just need to bounce off each other. I think being able to step into someone's world as a producer is like key. Like yeah. I am definitely an empath. I think that helps. Like I, you know, something that Luck and I do all the time is just like, hey, where, where are we at? How are we feeling? And like, okay, what's yeah. the mood? You know, like how mm. talking stuff through, you know, and like, that mm -hmm. always leads to a concept like every time and then boom we're writing something awesome that's real you know oh my god how hard did you hit it off with kalina then when you first met her? oh my god she <laughs> is the best literally the best like i only have great things to say about her she's just so amazing and so yeah. so talented like beyond words so proud of her she's just like she's been in the game you know but she's like she's having her moment and i Hell I yeah. love that. Like, she was like, all right, so yo, good. like, fuck the rules. I'm going to be a DJ too. And I'm going to sing my music. Why the fuck cup. not, dude? Dude, I, now I'm like dying to see it's her beautiful. more than ever, you know? It's so, so perfect. It makes so much sense. And sometimes things just need to click for you in order for you to get to an, uh, like a level of just like going. And, and, and it's yeah. oftentimes just you being like, you know what? I don't actually need to weight on myself or someone else like it's usually just like within you yes we do need help but it takes a village but like sometimes it's just like no I can do this you know like I can learn the yes. skill or I can figure it out and like just mm -hmm. go it's all good man I know <laughs> I'd love to see it like her and Annabelle and so many other DJs or female vocalists that are like I I've always known how to DJ but now I'm gonna put myself out there like that and so I'm tight like, let's go Let's go. It's beautiful. Yeah. But I want to ask you about Creme Brulee because it's actually, it's probably, I think it's my second favorite Kalina song. This song is truly impossible not to love. This one's called Creme Brulee by Kalina Zanders and Vanessa Michaels. I saw you in your cool caddy cup. I don't know why I'm feeling for you. This ain't typical. Could you be my Romeo? Or do I stand alone? Could you be with me in the limelight or down low in the nighttime? Are you ready for this attention, this outside affection? I do what I want, I say what I want Is this what you want or not? You're hypnotized by my vibe You know that it feels right It feels right, right You're hypnotized by my vibe I see it in your eyes, yeah I know you wanna cry, yeah Cause I'm that
that's awesome. But it's how she sings on it. She kind of got a little attitude, you know? Yep. Yes. That's how we wrote it. Uh, okay. The cool thing about that song, which is my favorite thing about that song, is the first song we ever wrote together. So wow. we we met because i pretty sure, I don't know if she followed me on Twitter or something, or maybe I did, but I definitely DM'd her first. I was like, hey, like, I'd love to work with you, la, da, da. You know, yeah. like, it was definitely giving, like, you know, and then and then she came over and I lived in West Hollywood at the time and like in, in my room was where so much magic happened. Like so much music came from that room, like my studio room space. Absolutely. Like it, it, just some, it really, really doesn't matter. Like yeah. it's all about the vibes. Can you make it sound good? You don't have to have the best shit in the world. You just have to have great ideas. So yeah, yeah we had fun, man. You can tell, like you yes, can you hear can. it. <laughs> What's the first song we wrote? together Dude, uh name and a track creme brulee like <laughs> you know you love it baby. Come you know on, it ladies. tastes like creme brulee yeah we yeah, were cracking up just that good like yeah 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 that's fun that's a fun one that's a I, fun one i really like it and you make such a great point too i feel like it's it's definitely flipped around when like back in the 80s and 90s when like you saw like producers like even rappers too and like rock bands like recording artists you know like you have to have the studio with 700 volume knobs and yeah, yeah. everything else and nowadays it's like 17 year old kid in his mom's basement out in the freaking burbs with like his rapper homie and like they're yeah. putting out tracks and you're like he's under a blanket you know like yeah dude. there's no limits man like you don't have right. to do that and you're so right about the energy I think uh, it's come up so many times where people are like, yeah, I booked a studio space. We had it for like four hours and like it cost a lot of money and just it yeah. wasn't us. We were like, OK, we need to be professional about it. And it just didn't work. So it's like I always say, like, if it if it isn't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, you can always upgrade it, but it doesn't yeah. mean you need to like change the whole entire thing. Like, yep. you know, like I don't think there's a right way. I think it's just yeah, there's a way for everyone like you know yeah. like everyone has their own way of doing shit like whatever you use logic i use able to new pro tools like it doesn't fucking matter yeah. I, i'll never understand that but like you know it's just <laughs> it's the concept of like yeah maybe someone needs the ten thousand dollar telefunky mic and i want it i'm not gonna lie like <laughs> yeah on hey, the list. Hey, if anybody's got free studio list. space for us we'll be there <laughs> yeah but like do i need it no that's okay no you know yeah. I love it, man. Shout out to Kalina Zanders. Fucking love Hell her. Yeah. Okay, cool. Next up, this is so dope. I haven't ever talked to someone that literally has created the theme song for a DreamWorks <laughs> fucking Netflix show, dude. <laughs> Hippo and the Age of Wonder Beast. Which, yes, sir. Hey, this has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Did you know that? No, I didn't, but I'm not surprised because I watched the whole thing. <laughs> it's very cute. Hundred percent, and you made the theme song. You that's tight that's tight that's tight that's double tight dude actually singing on that too did you i was just not the whole that. thing just the intro i i well i wrote it i wrote it and i wrote the lyrics because of i saw it so it's it is it's a kids show you know yeah 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 um yeah so i i wrote the demo so like when i turned it in it was like so they approached one, you first or how did that work so i work with a publishing uh company so like they 
basically have like my catalog of music and like okay. we'll pitch it out and then they'll also send me briefs and be like hey like dreamworks is looking for a new theme song here's a little brief like they don't tell you anything but like a couple sentences and they're like figure it out maybe give you a couple like uh references so like yeah I just, you know, I made it with the, like, just my own vision in mind. I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, like, you know, I got my guitar, I got my bass, like, you know, used a lot of real instruments <laughs> and then like, you know, just did a little thing. It was like a 30 second clip and turned it in. And then the way that they do it is it's blind. So like when the people who, the music supervisors, whoever's like listening to choose the theme song, yeah. there's no like name on it. So it's not okay. like uh, Calvin Harris, Diplo, like right. Vanessa Michaels, like you can't see who did it. So you're not biased. So yeah. like when you Smart. listen to all, yeah. when you listen to all of it, uh, the one that really fits is the, the one they're going to pick. So they picked mine and Crazy. i was like oh that's tight like this is really cool <laughs> um and then um actually made the full song later so the show came out the theme song happened and then they're like hey we want to make a full version and i was like cool what well, can i take a stab at like the writing like i wanted and they're like yeah so like i you know sung it on my shirt uh it's like okay watch the show and then i was like <laughs> super cute let's see what they say and then they loved it the the creator loved it and they're like oh yeah it's awesome but i um I think you have to be SAG in order to keep your voice on the track for some reason. Something something along those lines. So they needed someone to sing it, which I'm cool with. Because again, I'm not like, I'm all like, that's cool. You know, I wanted to write it. That's what I did. Right. But they kept the intro like ooze Oz. Like, so that was, you'll, that's me. And then there's a singer, Keely, who's awesome, sung that song, the rest of it. But yeah, that was, that was amazing. That was amazing. Yeah, very cool. That's something uh, I always like, because there's a lot of artists I feel like that are like, okay, I'm going to be a producer so I can be a global touring DJ and that's how I'm going to make my <laughs> yeah. money. I'm like, yo, like there's yeah. a lot of other ways to actually yes. make money. And I think it's a, it's it's hard because I doubt like, well, I mean, I guess I, I can ask you, did you, pro you produce that song just like any other song sort of, right? Like it wasn't like, ooh, this yeah. would be good for sync. This would, you just made it because oh, no, like, no, I, I like this. No, no, I did. So I got the brief that was like Dreamers is looking for a song and they they gave me like a couple sentences and then I was like, yeah. okay, let me take let me take a shot at it. Like right. and I just I did feel like doing it. I was like, I'm gonna try it, you know? Yeah. And then it was like months later where they were like, yo, they picked your track. Like, congrats. And yeah, but I mean, I mean, I went about it in the same way. It was just like, yeah, that was the mood I was feeling. I'm like, I can make a cute little track, you know, survive. Like it's so it's we got like electronic moments and it. it's really cool. It's just yeah. You know, <laughs> I love that. So all artists out there don't don't feel like every piece of song, every piece of music that you make is is only for one lane. That's like the point I'm trying to make. Here. Yes. No, that's big. That's something I really care about, too. Like, yeah, ooh, yeah. that's that's the thing. What, that's what's the thing. a good TV show or a movie without a good score? Right. It's not. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. That's right. That's why we still go to the fucking movie theaters, man. Exactly. Dude, right? Nicole it's... Kidman, AMC. Um, I would say that's the oh song my at this point. <laughs> Where is she from? What is that accent? I'll never know. I don't know. I've never, I've alien, never checked. Man. She's a fucking yeah. alien. She's iconic. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love it. Okay, so one of the main reasons we're here to talk today is about your upcoming debut album, Sent from Saturn. Sir. You are sent from Saturn. That's exactly it. Thank you. You know, I love it. Man. From other places. It's awesome. And you, you mentioned luck, uh, someone who you've worked mm -hmm. with a lot. She's so talented, but you put out spirit of mine and uh, it's the first release that you put out from the album, right? 
All right, let's check this one out together. It's called Spirit of Mind by Vanessa Michaels featuring Luck, her first single off her debut album, Sent from Saturn. Your spirit that end up becoming the first one so we made that I think almost a year ago so like I've been sitting on it I was sitting on it for a minute and wow. I was also sitting on just in general this project like I yeah. honestly had wanted to I I started making my first like album which is this project and it had the same name like two years ago it was like right before COVID happened okay and I was like, I'm going to make my first project. And then, you know, COVID happened and I was kind of like just thrown off like everyone else was, which is totally normal. And then like I, my focus shifted. I was working a lot on Lux stuff, which was where I wanted to be, you know? So like, you know, I I was where I was supposed to be at the time. Yeah. Um, And we did make Spirit Online at that time too. Uh, but I would just wasn't ready. Like, I don't know why, but inside you can just tell when you're not ready, you're not ready. So I was just like, yeah. I don't know. I don't feel like it's right time. I didn't, I haven't finished anything, like anything else, like whatever. I finished a couple things, but it wasn't enough where I felt like I'm ready. Mm -hmm. um, and then honestly, like a few times, like was just like, dude, when are you going to drop that? And I was like, honestly, <laughs> you're right. Like it just, you know, I was reminded and I was like, I'm ready and I want to go. And I want to just like, you know, if not now, then when? So yeah. I got, you know, mind set shifted and I was just like, dude, I'm ready to go. I want to make a dance album. Like, you know, I want to prove it to myself at the very least that like I can do it. And I, you know, and I'm doing it for sure. And it yes. feels really good. And I'm grateful because yeah, luck is really amazing just like she's like my musical soulmate like honestly oh, so awesome. no other song would have been better to put out as like the lead it just it shows it showcases a different side it like mm -hmm. it just shows the evolution and it feels really good it's a moody banger which is going to be a lot of what the album is <laughs> moody bangers mm -hmm. oh man there we go <laughs> that's under the 2090 umbrella of genres right yeah absolutely that's yeah it's a new one <laughs> just wait now beatport's gonna have moody banger playlists or uh, they should charts yeah and they're gonna be like not let's sure go. what this is so let's put some bass house in here pretty much <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome congratulations to you I, I talked to a lot of artists that released singles for years and a lot recently too 
where like I put out so much music and I felt like it was time to really tell my story through an album rather than just single, 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 which is kind of the world we live in, you know? It is. Yeah, it is. It is the world we live in. And that's okay too. Like there's a way to do it. Like, again, I mean, I've been dropping singles every month, which is, which is pretty fun. Like it keeps me at least on top of my own shit, which is nice. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, sometimes you need your own, like deadlines or whatever to just stay on top of it you know um mm-hmm. and yeah i'm excited so i feel like yeah you drop a few singles and then drop the whole thing see what happens that's, <laughs> you right. know? that's where wow. we're at <laughs> so you made that a while ago so you must be like in the studio right now on like sort of a different level then you were just talking about you're making new yeah. new types of music then yeah for sure for sure it's a lot like just i deeper like harder and like a lot of melodics, some just fun choppy shit. I'm just having fun. And I'm just really just like, for me, the intention of this project is to be able to like have people come to a show and like experience something like intentional. You know what I mean? Like it mm-hmm. is an experience and it should feel like something. And like, you know, it was a lot of love went into making it and creating it. And, you know, when you come, you're going to experience something awesome. That's that's my goal yes damn i told you you're wise <laughs> you're wise Sherm. i'm not wise cheers to the, <laughs> cheers to the old wise men that's us cheers. let's cheers. we can start a duo project maybe we'll maybe we'll start mm-hmm. touring called the wise men i wise, like that it could be wise with like w-o like in parentheses men you know so it's like women okay okay <laughs> let's do it <laughs> Dude, because I absolutely love your style of performing. I listen to your Diplo and Friends mix. And oh, yeah. That's I just, I have got to ask you about like your actual live sets because that was wild. But that you released that a few years ago and it was a big year of, of touring. So like mm-hmm. you've been, you've been on the road. What is like a yeah. Vanessa Michael show like, if you can even describe it? I mean, I, I do a lot of different genres in one time. I, I learned like, you know, like I started mixing hip hop. So that's like quick mixing, you know? Yeah, me too, man. I I, I cut fun. my teeth as an open format DJ. And yeah. some of these house DJs now are like, damn, bro. Like you mix that quickly, but clean. It's tight. I was yeah, like, yeah, you got yeah. it. That's, that's how you know. Yeah. Doing it right. <laughs> uh, I Yeah. So like, I just naturally just like, not the goal is not to fit as many songs into a set, but the goal is to mm-hmm. fit as many, like, like the ride. Like for me, it's like, okay, we start at a certain page and then we build up and then we might come down a little but we're staying up here and then you know yeah. we we come back like it should be a journey and 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 I th- I would say yeah I have a lot of fun I, I I usually in my sets like I'll throw like hundreds of songs on a playlist and in my head like I'll show up and I'll be like okay what am I gonna play first like I definitely feel out the vibe when I get to uh, a, a gig and I'll be like all right what what does it feel like in here? And then I'll just, you know, yeah. set the tone and just go. Really, really, that's what I'll do. Dude, there's something to be said about being able to read a crowd. and. Oh, um, yeah. I think like, it's vital. It's really vital. It is. Like, I, I now have come to the point where, thankfully, like, I don't feel like I have to DJ all the time in order to continue to get my name out there. And, you know. It's kind of weird when you put put your pull your foot off the the pedal for a little bit. That's like when the gigs start coming and you're like, oh, God damn it. Like, what the yeah, hell? of course. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's always fun for me just to sort of like look around, see what works. And my advice to people is always like, you're never gonna be able to make everybody happy. In fact, yeah. 
you're not you like you can't sell your music as as good as somebody in the crowd with their friends so if you see one person vibing to some notorious big remix and he's like singing all the words you're like all right focus on you then you yes. do a little abba over here and the yeah. chick is like getting all her girls going and then you s- sort of put yourself in the middle there and then you yep. find that direction and that's yes. why i love djing because yeah it is always a challenge like if if you want it to be you know you can you can play it safe but that's just not fun right yeah no you know you know when you really got them when it's like the end of the night and you're like dude i won't go home so like let me play <laughs> something like low key just to calm them down you know like that's how you know <laughs> that shit is fun yeah oh DJ my- the best it really really is like there's nothing like it it's just so much fun for sure. So, so you went on tour with party favorite Cruella. You played at Coachella. You mentioned mm-hmm. Splash House. You even threw a twenty ninety party with K Swiss at yeah. South by Southwest. So your resume is there. Do you We're remember? outside. Yeah, dude, I fucking love <laughs> it, man. Congratulations to you on all your success. Um, do you sure. remember though when like you were maybe on tour like in the early days? You mentioned like that first tour that you went on, where you were like, "Oh damn, yeah, I'm gonna do this. I want to be like a producer and like a touring DJ." Yeah, I mean, I think it happened really naturally. Like I wasn't, you know, I really believe that like some things are just chosen for you. Like I have never had a plan B and I don't, I don't, I, even if I have moments of just being like tired, like, cause it happens, we all get fucking tired and like, (laughs) this is not the easiest like world to pursue. It's probably one of the hardest and yeah. yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of ups and downs um mm-hmm. we, i don't know what was the question it's yeah a, i got a, caught up i got breeze. lost I in know. that thought you did i i, I was lost. watching you i was like where'd she go i was like <laughs> thought. Well, that's why it's called a dream job right because like it is yes. a dream and it's super hard no to it achieve. is and yes. it's like you you compare yourself i fortunately have been able to just like acknowledge sort of that ego i i had a really big like come to Jesus moment over the summer. I got married and I I went on my honeymoon and I was sort of forced to take a break. And amazing, yeah. You know, Good. and like because I'm always like you always got to be putting out content, blah 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 blah. And right, I was just right. like, whoa! Like I felt myself be like. What, why aren't you working? I was like, I'm on my honeymoon, you know, like I'm good, you know, and I was reading the Avicii book, actually bring him up again. And one of the things that was uh, written about him was sort of acknowledging the ego and ego actually isn't like you thinking you're better than everyone. It's that voice that's in your head that's saying what you've done in the past is not good enough. You mm. need to focus on the future and what you're going to do, Wow, which yeah. skips living in the moment and the present right. is called the present for a reason. Right. And Big bar, big bar, big bar. Yeah, everything you're saying is is resonates so deeply with me right now. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's why I got lost in that thought because I was like, I dude, shit, I was right not- there with you. I was like, hold on, come back, yeah, I got yeah. you. I was like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I mean, yes, in in so many ways, it's a dream job. Like job, like yes, everyone wants to fucking play Coachella. Like, of course, duh. And then you know. You, you realize like what it takes to just get to the opening set at Sahara and you're like, holy <laughs> shit, what the so fuck? Like, <laughs> it takes a lot. It's okay. I mean, it's the journey, but like you got to be the most persistent person, you know, to get anywhere, you know, and like, and, and, and that is so draining. And I think when you do realize like, oh my God, like, I have the best friends in the world. I have the best family in the world. Like, let me focus on that. And like the balance is the key and it helps 
it helps you in your work anyways, you know, like yeah. it, it is so important to be present. And I, I really am way more present than I have been. And I think that it's just important one for your sanity and, and even for your art, like you can't, that itch is always going to be there is something that I've learned. Like, it's not going to go away. Even if I made three songs in a day and I love them, I'm like, I can make another one. And it's like, dude, take a break, sit down, mm-hmm. eat some fucking chocolate, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking Snickers, like it's <laughs> fine. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. That's, awesome. that's a struggle. That's, that is the struggle though. Like, yes, it's a dream job, but it's also like, yeah. Am, am I doing enough? Am I, am I doing enough? Like, damn, that's gnarly. It's a yeah, crazy place to be. Way earlier, there's no right way to do this. So everybody sort of compares themselves to like, what I would say is the 0.1%, right? Like the sure. people yeah. playing at these festivals, touring internationally. And like, yeah, it's, it's really hard because you think it's easy to get kind of mad at yourself and others, even friends mm-hmm. in the beginning. I, I did. I was like, I think I deserve that spot or like my track's better than that. But like, that's not what it's about. Like you have, right, to, it's not. You have to define what is my definition of success and how am I going to get there? If it is playing Coachella, awesome. But don't let other people's successes divert you from reaching your goal. Yeah, I think that's like so well said. I think that's amazing. And like, you know, one of the reasons I even made this album was for myself, like to prove to myself, like, hey, just do it, do it for you, you know, and it's okay. I don't, it's not, it's really not about like, am I trying to get the number one album in the world? I'm, I'm not, I'm just like, I want to create something and, you know, Mm -hmm. I did it, you know, and it's like, cool. And then there are different goals, you know, for me now, like, I'm just like, okay, like, I do want to score more things. Like I, I, you know, there's like, you said, there's a million places that you could do well in and like, you know, just thinking I made, I made some cool sample packs for, with Lander, uh, you can find those, you know, made a little, there's like a chromatic plugin. They have a super tight I made that's like back to basics, uh, little set tight so i'm working on stuff like that and it's been fun so you know you got to find the fun in it you got to find the fun in it and stay there as much as you can for sure and surround yourselves with the people who are in it for the right reasons as well yeah 100 percent. you do see the longer you're in the game too you do see the the real side sometimes of the business and even yeah it's gnarly it's not it's gnarly it's not yeah it's not always it's not always awesome no and like actually so I'm, i've been thinking about like all right what's the next step for me as an artist and everybody was things you need an agent you need a manager guess what people tell me you need a you need a uh literally a lawyer and a publisher mm-hmm. before you get any of those things because people are out here to fuck you a lawyer is number one i'm working yeah. on that <laughs> yeah it's crazy so it's, it's like- crazy too because like you can know everything about the like splits and publishing or whatever. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I've done my research. I know it. And like, still sure. people will be like, no, this is how we're going to do it. And it's like, holy shit. I actually really need a lawyer to be like, no, that's not how we do it. You know, like it's, yep. oh, it's so crazy, man. That's a whole nother thing. Well, there's a whole nother thing. I know. I, I should interview a music. <laughs> I should interview a music lawyer. That would be a good interview. Dude, that would be a great interview. There's a lawyer I follow on Twitter and I'm always like, oh my God, I need this person to be my lawyer. What's his name? Adam something. Hold on, I'm going to find him. I love you got the, it. I love the important people and serious and real people on Twitter. I'm like, I'm. this is what I'm on here for, not the fucking bullshit. Although the bullshit I mean, yeah. 
Adam Friedman, dude, I I want this guy to be my lawyer. I'm manifesting it. But you should you should interview him. He's Adam always got Friedman really he's got bars. Like a, sounds like a fellow Jew. I'll get in with him. Let's go. Let's go. Up. What up, Friedmeister? <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. Thank, thanks for opening up and sharing there too, Vanessa. I think uh it's something that everyone probably assumes, you know, that we have imposter syndrome, blah, blah, blah. But it's it's clear to me that like you're very happy with the the path that you've taken and you're just having a good fucking time man yeah now i am (laughs) that's right you gotta get there yeah you gotta you gotta do it i appreciate it it's been really nice talking to you sherm i got one more question for you talk to me what do you got next past the album where where can we expect to see you oh what's next yeah um i'm throwing come out do you know the exact okay i do know the date i'm hesitant to say it because you know i'm like is the mix done yet um (laughs) But there is a date. It's January 27th. Top of the year. It's happening. We're going for it. We're going to have fun doing it like we always do. Uh, Yep. And yeah, dude, I'm throwing a lot of events. I want to throw a lot of events and parties and just like, again, bring it back to the culture. SoundCloud vibes. No, just good times. Yes. Good times. Good people. That's the goal. That's right. We'll be throwing dice out with the SoundCloud people in the alley while let's while go. Modified <laughs> people are inside, like, yo, where's everybody at? <laughs> We're just like, they're with Sherman and Vanessa, dude. I don't know. Yeah, they're fucking. They won't. They won't come inside. They're outside. I don't know what's going on out there. Vanessa, <laughs> <laughs> this really has been such a great time. I appreciate it, and uh, I'm glad that we we're able to link up. And dude. We have got to hang out. I'm I'm gonna be coming Absolutely. out to SoCal probably two or three times next year. So I'll definitely be hitting you up. Let's go. I'm down. Let's get in. Let's make some Hell music. Yeah, girl. Well, congratulations and uh, we'll be in touch. But happy holidays to you. Thanks, Sharon. You too. You're the best. Have a good night. Peace.